When you retire, you may get a chance to go to football heaven. This is football heaven. Hello and welcome to The Mission. I'm your host, Jameer Howerton. Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. We're looking forward to a great season here at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We're gonna have twice the fun in 21, so we want everybody to please continue to follow all of the Pro Football Hall of Fame social media channels so you can see all the information that's coming out for this year's enshrinement powered by Johnson Controls. We're gonna celebrate the excellence of the 2020 class, and we're gonna celebrate the excellence of the 2021 class. Well, today, guys, as always, we have a great show for you today, and I'm so honored to be joined by the 2021 finalist, one of the 15, Mr. Cleveland Browns himself, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Clay Matthews. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Happy New Year to you. I don't know about Happy the, New Year. the myth and the legend. <laughs> Yes, you are. You are the myth and the legend because the, the Matthews family is considered the first family of football and you're leading the way. Uh, it uh, stunned you there. I stunned you there. I felt like I was a, a, a offensive lineman that caught you. Well, you might have that in the phone rang, but uh, it, th this is just a, a tremendous experience for me. And I know I've talked to you about this before, but yes. I, I, I was a fan of the game, you know, long before I became an accomplished player. I was one of those little kids who collected the plastic helmets and, you know, they were treasured, wouldn't let my brothers play with them. And then, in fact, early in my career in Cleveland, I got my wife and I said, we got to drive down to, to Canton to go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I think that was uh, 79, 80, I went down there. And uh, just to be in this, you know, to be mentioned in this 15 is tremendous and uh, I'm enjoying it. You're one step away, but before we dive in, because there's so much things I want to talk to you about, I have so many testimonials. A huge campaign is pounding the pavement for Clay Matthews to be right here in Canton, Ohio. Let's go back to when you received the phone call from our president, CEO, Mr. David Baker. What was that phone call like? Well, it, I missed his call and I came in and uh, hit the, the replay. And as I heard him talking, I, <laughs> I didn't quite get it at first. And then uh, all of a sudden my temperature started going up and I'm, whoa, <laughs> you know, I've made the top 15. And uh, it, it was, I, I, you know, I went downstairs. Uh, I've got an office up here on the second floor and I went down and talked to my wife and daughter and communicated with her that uh, they had called and I was in the top 15. And um, again, I'm a fan of the game, you know, and to be in, in this uh, tier of players is just amazing. Did you feel the momentum start to swing your way right after the ring of honor with the Cleveland Browns? I, you know, I've, I've always been really comfortable with, with what I did. And I, you know, I say I'm a fan of the game, I, but nevertheless, when I lined up, you know, I, I didn't want somebody else to get the better of me. Personally, I was looking to win every play and then team wise, why can't we win? You know, it, figuratively, why can't we win uh, a Super Bowl? And so I'm competitive in that way, 
but but again, this just momentum. It, it's fantastic. It uh, and you know if you go to Ohio, uh, I didn't know much about Ohio when I was drafted. It was a different time. You know, you really didn't. You, you went where you were drafted, and you didn't manage it or anything. And it it was one of the great. Uh, pleasures of my life was to experience the people of Northeast Ohio. And really, you know, as I went around town, if I was at the store or getting gas, I'd run into folks and they were informed, they were respectful, and they had their opinions, which was okay. <laughs> but uh, I, I had a lot of conversations in a lot of out of the way places and just thoroughly enjoyed it. I know you've been receiving so many phone calls, but I have to ask you if you don't mind sharing the phone call that you received from your brother, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Bruce Matthews. What was that call like? <laughs> well, he, he's been pushing for me and uh, he called and, you, you know, really more or less, he was giving me the business, you know, that if, uh, if this thing progresses, you, you know, I'd have to give a speech and all that. And, you know, uh, Matthew's men have typically been more of the, I'll call it strong, silent type. So he was, he was rubbing that in that I'd, I might potentially have to give a speech one day. One, one, of, one of the things that he said, um, which, which, which I love, he says, the greatest strength is his versatility. He did everything and he did it very well. It, somebody asked me the other day to talk about myself and, you know, specifically football wise. And uh, I'm not really comfortable doing that, but when I thought about it, the, the breadth of things I was asked to do over time from 1978 through 1996 were, I mean, really it, in, it encompasses the whole, uh, Deep in, the whole aspects of defensive football. I came in and originally I was a 4-3 linebacker. On, on third down, I was a one linebacker. I covered backs at a time when, uh, you know, quarterbacks would throw to the backs and uh, it, it was a challenge and I didn't want anybody to catch a ball on me. And then as time went on, it changed a little bit. Uh, it we went to a three, four, I stayed out. And then, then we came, um, uh, you know, the edge rusher era came in. Now that was about my 10th year. So okay. I go in and, and talk to the coach. I go, Hey, you need to use me here. <laughs> and I was already in my 10th year. And then, uh, in fact, my last year, all I did was rush on third down. And, wow. uh, yeah. How many sacks uh, did you get that year? I got, I actually, I was with Atlanta that year and I led the team in sacks. I think I had six and a half. And one thing I'm, I'm, I always point out to people, the last play of my last game of my last year was a sack on third down. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Way to go out. That was a great way to go out. Yeah. So along with your brother calling you, who was some of the other people that had called you and showing their support? I've, you know, a lot of people I've been involved with, uh, good grief. I had uh, the Z-Man, the mailman from uh, Strongsville, where I used to live, uh, called me. Um, I, you know, it's just folks I've run into and, and, and 
maybe have been out of touch a little bit. And it, it was just amazing to, to hear from these folks. And actually, I was kind I, I would always put in the text if they text me, I gosh, I'm kind of surprised you followed it, you know? So it, it's been a surprise that these folks have listened and heard this. Well, I want to read some of the outpour of support and the testimonials from NFL greats from around the league, Hall of Famers and coaches as well. Um, I want to read Mike Singletary on Clay Matthew. Consistency. Clay Matthew is a model of consistency. When I heard this name, when I heard this his name, that was the first thing that popped into my head. You knew what you were going to get from Clay every time he stepped on the field, a consistent high level competition. Wow. It, uh, you know, and again, I, I keep hitting this point about being a fan of the game. I'm a fan of Mike Singletary. You know, I'm a fan of uh, these folks. And for folks to say nice things about me, uh, it, uh, it's amazing, very humbling. Ozzie Newsom says, part of my success as a player from Clay Matthews, I had to practice against him every day since we came in the league in 1978. He made me better. Wow. And, and Talk about I, some of those battles against your own teammate, Pro Football Hall of Famer Ozzie Newsom. Oh, absolutely. And Ozzie not only has been a Hall of Famer as a player, but uh, front office-wise as general manager has just done amazingly well. Uh, but to hear that from him and, you know, that works two ways. Me working against him all the time practically assured me that any tight end uh, that I was going to go against wouldn't have the skills that Ozzy had. Uh, amazing. Nick Saban on Clay Matthew. Clay Matthew possesses a unique combination of being a great player with a competitive nature and no ego whatsoever. Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, because you uh, caught because you caught Nick at a very young age at a time well, in Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, Nick and Bill Belichick, two pretty good coaches. And uh, I enjoy those were uh, uh, 93, 90, oh, excuse me, 91, 92, 93. And I enjoyed that. And actually, uh, you know, as I co ended up coaching my kids, it, you know, I had two pretty good role models. I had many role models, but those two guys, you know, popular, uh, being out there in the public right now, they, they stand out. And to have those two guys, I was coaching those uh, eight, nine-year-old kids like uh, Nick and Bill Belichick would. So <laughs> we won a lot of games. I hope those kids are doing okay. They had some like a, a, a lot of exotic defensive schemes. They were probably like way ahead of the game. It. You know, we, the one good thing about uh, uh, Nick and Bill was they, uh, you know, it was all fundamentals and it was all solid stuff. And I can't say they, you know, it, it wasn't like they won because they, uh, you know, had this new twist to everything. They won because they just demanded and stressed the fundamentals of the game day in and day out. Wow. Another coach, Bill Cower. Um, also, he played, but he he says he is without a doubt a Hall of Famer. He played 19 years. He was a third down. He was a third down player who was unbelievable, productive, dependable, and one of the smartest players I've ever been around. 
this is this this really is what really touched me. He defines the art of playing outside linebacker. I taught linebackers who were in who were in the Pro Football Hall of Fame techniques that I learned from Clay Matthews. He belongs in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, Bill and I were linebackers together, and it, uh, it uh, just. It's wonderful the things he said, but I I, I do have an a, a interesting story if you don't mind me. Uh, Absolutely, share please. But, uh, Bill, you know, started off he was a player and played with us, and then he he became a coach with the Browns, and then he became the head coach. So we're playing the Steelers in uh, in Pittsburgh, and it's fourth and four, fourth and three, or something down in in the red area, and so. I yell over to Bill and it looks like there's a timeout and he's thinking, ah, I kicked the field goal. And I go, Bill, Bill, go for it, go for it. And he kind of laughs. He shifts everybody. They go for it and get the first down. <laughs> so maybe I should have kept my mouth shut in that, that, that situation there. Still saying in the AFC North, uh, Anthony Munoz on Clay Matthews. He is one of the best I've ever played against. He could cover with speed. He rushed a passer as well as anyone. He was one of the smartest guys. Wow. Talk about battling against Anthony. Yeah, Anthony, I had gone to University of Southern California with Anthony. And right. uh, that was about, uh, let me see, two games out of the year, I wasn't gonna get near the quarterback <laughs> when we played Cincinnati. and. Uh, <laughs> He, he's not only a tremendous player, tremendous person. Uh, you know, you're kind of overwhelming me with these folks saying these nice things. You know, usually they were trying to knock my head off on the field, and now they're saying nice things. So it, it's. Well, just- I have some more now. I have, I have, I have some more. I have, I have a few more. I have a few more. I don't want to make you blush too much. Well, you got to get the ones where the folks call me a bad guy. Then we can no, no, never. That. <laughs> Not here on this show. Okay. But um, Howie Long has something really great to say. He says someone who I would like to see play in today's game. But one of the biggest compliments I could give him is that he's someone that I would have loved to play with. Man, That's why I've got to ask you, what would that have been like you on the same field would happen <laughs> long? I, again, a, a great compliment from Howie. I've always uh, respected him. And I, as far as playing together, I did play with him and got a little story on that. We're playing in the Pro Bowl in Hawaii. So, Howie's at left end. I'm at right end. This is late in my career. So they're letting me rush the passer. So I come around and I'm getting around the tackle. Okay. And as I'm coming around, I'm heading right, you know, I've gone around and now I'm coming to the quarterback. Meanwhile, I see Howie, he's at left end. He's coming around his guy. And I go, well, Howie's, you know, I'm ahead of Howie. I, he'll get out of the way. Then I, I looked into his eye <laughs> and I can remember this. I can remember it as if it was yesterday. I'm looking at his eyes and I go, he doesn't even see me. He's He's got his eyes on the quarterback. So I actually, it was, I was going to get hit in the legs, you know, because he was coming in. So I decided to jump and flew over him. And I don't even know if we got the quarterback or not, but that man had, 
definitely he had a focus at that point and wow. played with that forever and ever. Yeah. And the, and, and the last testimonial, Warren Moon. And I would like to talk to you about because because he played he played with your brother. Yes. And, and how challenging was that? You know, I know you had to get Warren Moon, but at times, did you find yourself going against your brother? It, you know, on defense, uh, it, it was, you know, back then the AFC Central, uh, Cleveland and Houston were in the same division. So That's we played right. Right. twice a year, which was, uh, it was tremendous. That game, regardless of how much importance it was, was important to me. And, you know, when you're a linebacker, they can send any of the 11 guys. Well, they don't send the quarterback after you, but you, you, you really have to be ready for all, uh, you know, a greater number of people who are going to come get you. And so when my brother would pop up, it would ha happen real fast. Um, again, I, I, I love these old stories. I hope you can. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, please. We love this. This is great. Yeah. This is great. Uh, my brother, okay, he comes into the league in 1983, and this is my fifth year. I'm right outside linebacker. So they're going to run a, a counter, counter tray, they call it, where the right guard pulls, and he's going to run all the way down the line, and I'm the right defensive, which would be on their left. So he's going to have seven yards of momentum before he hits me. And it uh, – they called the play and then there was something went wrong and there was a timeout. So he sat there for two, three minutes, whatever it takes to do this, thinking, I'm going to hit my brother. I'm going to hit my brother. I'm going to hit my brother. So the play starts, the tight end blocks down. And now what happens is when the tight end goes down, for me, I got to find somebody's coming to get me. And I see my brother coming and he, <laughs> he's coming and he, you know, if there were, if I had picked on him, which I hope I didn't do, or if he had perceived there were inequities, he was going to take care of all of them in this one block. So I see him coming because you look down. And then what I did was just dipped underneath him. He flew through the air. If he would have hit me, you know, he would have knocked me down. So he flies through the air, lands on the field in Cleveland, which was, you know, notoriously muddy. And gets up and has a big clump of turf in his uh, in his helmet. And I said, "Keep your head up." That 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 was the first time he, he tried to hit me. He he wow. might have hit me after that, but that was the first. You time. have to tell me how many times did you guys rewind that back and forth during Thanksgiving dinners and Christmas dinners? <laughs> well, fortunately, you know, we went on gosh for another fourteen or so years you know, where we were away from each other. So by the time we finally both quit playing and could have sat down and done that, it, uh, you know, it had kind of run its course. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. It is great to hear so many great things of the legends in and around the league speaking highly of you, Mr. Matthews. And for the 11th straight season, the Pro Football Hall of Fame has teamed up with Ford for the official fan vote where fans can go and vote as if there are a pro football hall of fame selector and for the 11th straight year you have been in the top three um leading the way this year is peyton manning and charles woodson but you're third with thirty thousand seven hundred and twenty-five fan votes out of all the 15 guys so the fans are speaking on your behalf they're campaigning 
everybody really wants to see you here in Canton, Ohio. But when you when you really hear that, what does that mean to you? Your legacy on the field that the fans are really showing their support. It, you know, I enjoyed the fans because I was a fan, and uh, it, yeah, really one of the great experiences is in my life, looking back, was the interaction I had with people in, in Northeast Ohio. And again, uh, out of the way places. And I, you know, you're, we're looking at a, a period of 16 years. I cannot remember one time I had a negative experience with a fan out in the public. And that's, I mean, that speaks to the, the type of fans that are in Northeast Ohio there. and. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of exciting to see the Browns get going again, and uh, it's it's tremendous. They are, and it's great, and we're going to touch on that. But before we touch on that, switching gears a bit, um, and we spoke about this earlier, the Matthews are considered the first family of football. And if you can really just kind of take us through the lineage of that, and, and you, I know you spoke before about the little helmets that you had, but what was it like as a kid growing up seeing grandpa, then dad, and following in those footsteps? Well, I, I actually had, I, I mean, I'm a very fortunate person. I had two very good parents, and my dad played, and my dad never pushed me into football. He just said that whatever I did, I needed to put my heart and soul into it, whether, you know, I was playing football or doing something else. Now, my mom, it was, uh, my mom was, you know, she weighed like 105 pounds, but she could hit the golf ball further than my dad. So here's a story, and I think it's where I got some of my wiry strength from. I came home, pardon me, I came home from working out and this is uh, freshman year of uh, football, you know, so we started lifting weights and I'm starting to get, you know, a little bump on my bicep and all, and I'm thinking I'm pretty strong and I've been working out. So I come home, my mom, who's all of like 105 pounds says, let's arm wrestle. So I get that, I go, come on, mom, you know, I'll win. My arm, my mom, now I only weighed 132 pounds. I was a late bloomer, but I was wiry. <laughs> so she beats me in arm wrestling in ninth grade. And I'm thinking, what are the odds that I'd ever play, you know, in college or in, in the NFL? I mean, when you're 132 pounds in ninth grade and you get beat by your mom in arm wrestling, it, uh, but I took off from there. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I think you let her win, though, Clay. I really do. No, I, I didn't. I think you let mom win because you knew, like, if I beat mom, man, I'm not going to be eating good. I think you let her win. No, she had those wiry arms, you uh -huh. know, off like like a lot of the basketball players. They, uh, you know, they don't look strong, but they right. are. And uh, amazing. That's great. And when you look at the second family, or you can consider it the second family of football, the Manning family, and knowing that Peyton, this is up, you know, he's up this year. And uh, what would that mean to, to be here in Canton, Ohio, and get in with Peyton Manning and the Mannings and the Matthews? Well, I've never thought about that. He, uh, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed watching his career and uh, celebrated you know, him winning a Super Bowl and uh, it, uh, you know, I've just, 
just enjoyed it. It, uh, you know, I really, I, I think obviously their body of work, the Manning family stands by itself. And, you know, I'd like to think the Matthews family, we, we got them on time because my dad was drafted, I believe in 1949. And then uh, we played through last year. So we've had, <laughs> we might get them on the time frame. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's great. That's great. Well, before we let you go, you spoke about your Cleveland Browns. Man, the 18-year drought is over. The Browns are heading to the playoffs uh, this year. Um, just from your perspective from afar, what did you see from this year's team that things just worked? It. This is, uh, you know, the thing I noticed is the team – they've become like consummate grinders now and the NFL, the ability to win a Super Bowl, that, that process, it, it requires a lot of ups and downs and it requires just constantly grinding. And to a degree, it doesn't always happen in one year, but I went from seeing a team that kind of didn't know how to win. And now they are, uh, they're just, they go out there, they take care of business if things go bad, they just keep taking care of business. If they go well, they keep pouring it on. And, you know, I have, you know, I've had a son in the league, so I've been watching other teams for the, the greater portion of the last 20 years. And, you know, I haven't had the opportunity to follow the Browns the way I'd like to. But this year, it not only they're exciting, they're they're fun to watch, but they've earned the following that people have given them. And I'm excited about them. I'm excited for the future. And, uh, you know, they got a few hiccups coming up, but uh, I, I'm just, you know, I'm proud of them. I'm looking forward to watching them. I can't lie to you. This is it's great. I had the opportunity of working for the organization from 99 to 2013 and experienced two winning seasons with Butch Davis and, and, and Romeo Cornell, but to see the organization and see the fan base. And as you spoke of, that's, that's really important, the fan base and giving back to the fans and everybody being excited. I mean, you can't go anywhere without hearing, you know, and unfortunately with COVID and dealing with the protocols, but hey, they're in it. And it's any right. given Sunday, it's any given Saturday, it's any given day. And I'm, 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 I'm pulling for him. I can't, I can't wait to see this week's game. No, I'm absolutely pulling for him. In fact, the, uh, the game versus the uh, Ravens, it was the first game all year that I noticed fans, you know, and I don't know how many they had there. I don't know if it was uh, five or 10,000, but whatever it was, it seemed like 60,000. And, right. you know, the, the first thing you notice as a fan is the lack of fans. And I believe the players notice the lack of fans, but that was the first game I've watched all year where I felt that energy. Could you imagine playing in today's game under those conditions with no fans and have to deal with the protocols of COVID? It, it would be very tough to do that. And a lot of times the things you're asked to do you know, I got my brother, Paul, I've got a 300 and some pound guy who's got a seven yard head start. And fortunately on that one, I could avoid him, but sometimes you just got to go hit him. And a lot of it is the energy that you get from the fans. And 
if you're out there and nobody's out there, it's more like a scrimmage. And I'm not going to say you wouldn't hit somebody, but you're less inclined to do that. Mm, yeah. mm, mm. Well, Mr. Matthews, we thank you so much for your time. Good luck to you. We're pulling for you. And uh, we can't wait to honor you here in Canton, Ohio. So we're going to be, you know, fingers crossed and, and just watching, watching this journey every step of the way. Well, thank you. And of course, go Browns. <laughs> go Browns. Go Browns. Well, that's going to do it for Clay Matthews and myself. Thank you for joining us right here on The Mission.